Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 230 of G.I. Joburg. And we're going to be talking Christmas, a bit of 2021, and uh, just generally just recapping and, uh, should I say, capping off the year before we get ourselves ready for the next one. And as usual, I'm joined by... Rob. Rob in Cape Town. He's counting the next year. <laughs> <laughs> and normally Stephen would be here, but uh, he has got, well, he's dealing with some stomach issues um, that are preventing him from making this episode. So we're just going to have to talk more about He-Man, and uh, it's going to be Hell great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're not going to chat about He-Man. Um, although uh, Prince Adam and the gang may actually make a small appearance in this episode. Um, what else is worth mentioning? Ooh, yeah, and then of course I'm here. Yay! Um, cool. Paul so, uh, is let's with get... Paul and Rob. Both of us are right here, and we're ready to talk about Christmas and the absolute amazing year we had. Paul. Yes. What's new for you? What's new for me? Ah, uh, dude, lots of cool stuff. Lots of cool thingies. This has been a great Christmas. It was my first Christmas in this um, in the new place in Base Camp Bravo, with uh, Cecilia. And uh, we, we had the fortune of having quite a decent one, which is cool. And yeah, it was it was fun. And some some good new things came our way, which is great. And and for you, Robbie, you got anything that you're going to talk about as well? Just before, like, you know, I'd hate to be like, oh, well, and I received this and then I bought that. And then so. I yeah I got a, I got a couple of things for Christmas but probably probably the thing that was most exciting was uh, was I actually got an action figure for Christmas guys <gasps> it's amazing nice uh, someone someone was was kind enough I think it was Paul Paul and Stephen they sent me a figure that I've wanted for a while um I've I've always enjoyed playing with him when Stevens had him um and I think my version is much better than his. I think he's he's playable, but and he's actually he's weathered the years much better. I think as well. So the figure I'm talking about is Countdown. Meow, 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 he meow. came in an incredibly well packaged box. <laughs> as I was unpackaging him, my my mother and my sister kept asking, "Okay, so is is he is there anything in there at all? Actually, is and I was like, yeah, it's just gonna be a figure. It's fine." And I kept unpacking and unpacking and unpacking. And eventually my mom was like, oh, they're probably, you know, they gave you an IOU probably. There's nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> Shame, man. Um, so he's so cool. And the coolest thing about him as well is that his, the feature on his backpack that allows him to kind of like go along a string yeah. actually is intact. Steven's one oh, does nice. not have this feature. Yeah, mine neither. So What? Well, neither mine does is mine, the only one that works. Yeah. So I've got all of the gear, except I'm missing the grappling hooks. Um, uh, but yeah, so yours is like you've got the most complete countdown out of the out of the three of us. It seems. Heck yeah! In fact, I think you've even got the file card. If memory yes, says. I do actually, and it's actually very well cut out as well. Whoever cut this out originally did a really good job. Lacquer, dude. And That's really even though really his, cool. his his file name is David Duboski, um, growing up because of his complexion. He always seemed Indian to me. Um, 
So I always played him as like like, like an Indian dude, you know. I'm That's going cool. to That's space pretty progressive. To the curry and we are going to you know forward the Indian uh, astronaut program, which apparently they have one, as far as I know. I believe they, they do. Actually, yeah. do have. So I was way ahead of the curve. I was I was ready to put India in space. Nice, dude. decades <laughs> before they actually did it themselves. Oh, so cool. yeah, I got a new figure. He's so cool. Yeah, it's cool when Robbie gets a new toy. Um, before <laughs> I get into um my what did I what's new section, whatever's, I just want to and I think uh, Rob, I think you're with me on this one, uh, guys. Those of you in the Berg Force, uh, I know I've sent uh, sent this off as a Patreon message, but just um, to everybody who's listening to the, the to the show and who supports us, guys, thank you, thank you so much for your overwhelming support, um, for for your great comments, for being with us uh, in these live chats. You know when you can, uh, you know you made the show a lot of fun, or you make the show a lot more fun um, than we thought it could be actually uh, i mean you know the show has always been about like us talking you know rubbish about toys and and gi <laughs> joe and and getting really excited about it as we do um because these things are important to us and to you um our dear listeners and just wanted to just say thank you uh it's so cool that you know we've got this you know you guys in the live audience that we've got you guys in the comments you know we have the facebook group uh, you know, we do the after parties. It's just been really, really cool getting to know you guys over the last year um, and more. But this year, I feel like it's been especially great for that. Like we've really come together in a, in a big way. And I just want to say thank you for that. That's meant a lot to me. It means a lot to us at GI Joe Berg. I'm speaking for the for the three of us now, but I don't think I'm wrong in, in what I'm saying. And uh, thank you. You guys, you guys make this super fun and super awesome. And you know, that's not to, you know, of course, not forgetting things like, you know, the cool, you know, little surprises and little Easter eggs and little great things that have come our way as a result of um, of our supporters, our listenership and all that. Uh, thank you, guys. You have you have made 2021 an almost perpetual uh, Christmas, <laughs> actually. Uh, and You've it's certainly been... made it a lot better. And, yeah, yeah it's, it's been absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, so thank you for that, and and to all of our, uh, you know, the guys that have contributed with us on Play Motions, to all of you who have released Play Motions, um, like the Peak Family, like Troy, uh, you know, it's cool to see you guys lighting the flame. Uh, you know, all of the uh, SunBob creations, well, Outback, you know, it was Outback's due, but just generally seeing everything that's been going on. Cody's been rocking it. Slaughter's, uh, Slaughter's Marauders have been rocking it, or you know. Like, it's just been mad. It's just, and I'm sorry if I'm getting names wrong and all kinds of stuff. But <laughs> you know, I'm talking about you. <laughs> and uh, he's too emotional, guys. He's too emotional. Too emotional. But yeah, and, and guys, also, uh, you, this may come as a surprise. I am super nervous whenever I message anybody. Um, I always get a bit like, oh, I hope I'm not bugging these, these dudes, or I hope I'm not upsetting people, or. I, hope, I mean, I often will leave, not often, but every now and then I'll work up the courage and leave a, a response to something that Larry Harmer has posted or, you know, I'll post on, on like essentially a stranger's, you know, wall when it comes to like G.I. Joe news and, and whatever. And guys, we also get messages from yourselves and, you know, you guys sometimes also start off with, I hope we're not bugging you. And guys, you're not bugging us. We love, love hearing from you. Uh, we think you're awesome. 
and we love your ideas and we dig your opinions. You know, the thing is, we can't all have the same opinion. And if you don't like something like a toy or a figure or a Sky Striker from HasLab or whatever it is that, and I'm not pointing out anything in particular, but if there's something you don't dig or you're curious about or whatever, hey, like, it's cool that you're into that. That's the whole point of this, right? Is so that we all, you know, can chat about it and get excited about it and get annoyed about some of the same things and whatever. And so please, yeah, it's it's been <laughs> awesome. Sure. So I just express your opinions and and say what say what, you know say what say what you're passionate about. I think exactly. So I had a bit of a a Christmas miracle, actually. Hey, <laughs> hey. So for starters, this happened as early as last week. Um, Celia and I sort of started getting a bit of a taste for Hot Wheels cars. Hmm. Hot Wheels, you know the little little hot wheels yeah the tiny little cars i mean i remember i think Stephen mentioned elliot has a taste for them too he likes huh? putting them in his mouth <laughs> that kind of i don't know i don't know what it is but just that day i sort of when he posted that um that image of elliot with the with the hot wheels uh batmobile i kind of thought oh it would, would be great to get one because i have this thing where i like to collect all uh, batmobiles in hot wheels form i've been doing it for years i just don't collect all the funky colors and i went to go and have a look and then I don't know. It's a combination of that and playing the video game. Anyway, it's something that Celia sort of enjoys doing as well. So we've been like um, flipping through the Hot Wheels sections of toy stores uh, and department stores and grocery stores for the <clears> last um, week or two and pulling out a few here and there. So that's been quite fun. And I'm not going to show my, my haul of Hot Wheels toys, but but this does lead us to to something quite interesting. So the South African GI Joe groups have been quite busy with guys buying and selling and trading, whatever it's been that time of the year, and has uh, and a great little GI Joe sort of just miraculously came my way, and I'm going to show you exactly who that is in a second. But first, let me show you how this year has been going with toys. Firstly, we're going to start off with Waspinator from Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I caved. I totally got him. I had made so many responsible purchases this Christmas for the house. We'd been, I, you know, I had to buy some cabinets and thingies for the house, like and and a blender and all that stuff. That I thought I would award myself with the waspinator. And dudes, I gotta say, this is a great little toy. If you have not got this waspinator, get your hands on him. He's very cool. I really do regret not getting him the first time round. Would have saved myself a little bit of money. Could have avoided tracks entirely, um, and just gone straight for Waspinado. Sorry, tracks. Tracks is in the same room as me, and uh, <laughs> that's a bit of a bummer. Not for anyway, long. Anyway, he's, he's going to make tracks once. <laughs> he's going to make tracks. What Waspinado is here? But the thing is, was Waspinado was Waspinado. <laughs> the thing with Waspinado is he just has that '90s Beast Wars feel, which I really, really love. Like mm -hmm. great and powered and glowy and just awesome and and he's creepy man when he's like in his his bug mode he's proper creepy then uh by way of a local collecting helper i managed to get this guy <laughs> many phases <laughs> which uh has not been available locally it's just somebody who imported a whole bunch of them and on the group he was like We've got an extra many faces. Is anybody keen? I'm like, me, 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 me. 
So I finally got a Manny Faces for my Heberg collection, which is cool. And then the awesome Matthew Comstock sent me this very well-wrapped gift, <laughs> which Whoa. I actually proceeded to only open on Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're talking about bubble wrap, eh, Rob? Oh, bubble wrap, <laughs> yes. You, yeah. Uh, well, thankfully, everyone is, is very generous with bubble wrap. It's great because now I've got tons of bubble wrap, you know, for like packing and storing things, which I am very thankful for, actually. Um, I see yeah, in the back is... of this picture, sorry to interrupt, but you're watching Ghostbusters. That is correct, Ghostbusters 2. That's, well that's awesome. Well, with Bill Murray, um, well, last night I decided to watch, after many years, uh, Scrooged uh -huh. again. Very cool. Is that your Christmas movie? Nice. That was my Christmas movie. Well, well, one of them. Um, but like I hadn't seen it in ages, and it's it's still an absolute delight. He gets Scrooge so emotional great. at the end of that movie. It's actually incredible, mm. and because you're so used to him being kind of um, a goofball, a goofball or like cynical, but like at the end of the movie, you really do feel that he's made a change, and he's kind of mm. like he's into the season now. I mean, he he's still kind of he still kind of feel that he's a bit sarcastic. But he's he's kind of made a transformation, and it's 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 really a good movie. I I highly recommend watching it. Sorry to interrupt and and to no, you know build you didn't the interrupt at all. <laughs> no, that's all good. So um, yeah, so this is if anybody's wondering, this is a scene of Christmas Eve at at the Lobster Residence. <laughs> um, and what popped out of this? So eagle-eyed viewers would know exactly who classified figure number thirty-two is, but if you don't know who it is. It's this man, Fireman Jump. <laughs> Barbecue. I got it. <laughs> wow. Declassified line continues to blow my mind. You know, this is an incredible toy line. Uh, yeah, wow. I could not have seen, uh, I could not ex I have expected this toy line to be as cool as it is, the way that it's been going. Uh, Barbecue is just really great. He's just such a cool figure. I mean, look at this awesome pose that I just got him in here and just like quickly out of the box, you know. He's just awesome. He just looks formidable. And he's got kind of a big stature. So he, you know, so he's not like, I always felt the vintage one just felt a bit thin. Mm. And now he's like got this, you know, this grand like, I'm here to put out fires and chop stuff down. <laughs> he's very cool. And, uh, Popping over there. He's got another hero pose of him. It's all of his gear stowed. It's a very, very cool toy. Thank you again, Matt. This is amazing. Really, really dig it. And then um, so and then I came by the way of the G.I. Jobo group. And somebody was like, I've got a Viper for sale for 200 Rand if anybody wants it. I was like, me, 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 me. <laughs> and um, not pictured, but I also got an Avalanche um, from that same sale. Um, if you guys are wondering, Avalanche is that G.I. Joe with the shit stains all over him. From <laughs> <Metal Force Disaster. laughs> still, despite that, he looks really cool. Really good I, I'm, I'm glad you dig him. Uh, he comes with these little nunchucks there on his leg. <laughs> Very cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I finally completed Battle Force 2000, which is a cool feeling. And I've also got a new Viper. But this Viper came with a little bit of a, a small issue. And he couldn't close his arms properly. And I'm sure you guys have experienced this before. Some G.I. Joes just had plastic flash inside of their joints like this. Hmm. So um, 
this is me just showing you guys before I remove the flash. He now has a fully bending arm. He is on the mend. I, I'm actually really sorry that I haven't got any cool pictures of this Viper. I really didn't take any and I feel like such a klutz for not having done so. But this is an incredibly minty fresh Viper specimen. I, I can't believe how lucky I was to get this thing for like what, 200, 250 Rand? Like whatever. That's like That's nothing. That's like nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> so I buy these, I pay for these on the group and the seller goes, asks me if I'd be interested in this other figure that he's got. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm totally interested. He's, he actually started off with, how much would you be willing to pay for, for the, one of these? And I'm like, well, I put up an offer. And he's like, okay. And then I also like mentioned, listen, I really love this figure. It's a toy I've been hunting for. It would have a good home. And I, that's important to me because it's going to be played with. It's going to be enjoyed in my collection. It's not just going to be held in, in storage for resale later. And no judgment. It's just that's not how I roll. And, um, yeah. and he was like, okay, cool. He'll think about it. So I'm like, in the meantime, would you mind sending me pictures? Because, you know, that might change my offer, you know, depending on the condition. And can you guys guess who that figure is? Oh, Rob? goodness. Members of the live audience? Is it another Storm Shadow? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Is it no, Outback? No. Ooh, getting a warmer. Ooh. So it's Tiger Force. Should I? Yeah, I was going to say, let me put you out of your misery. It is indeed <laughs> this badass. And this is a Christmas what? miracle, guys. Literally, this happened... The day before Christmas Eve. Tiger Force Outback. Oh. He put this message up the day before Christmas Eve. And he was like, I'll think about it. Not the day, the day before the day of, before Christmas Eve. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like, and, and wow. Like, literally, the only thing wrong with this is that it's missing the strap. It's got everything. The torch, the gun, the crotch, the backpack, the, the webbing. It's amazing. Absolutely I finally have... Insane. Dude, I was shaking when I went to go and collect this figure. <laughs> okay, shaking, absolutely shaking. I was, uh, I, I could, I, I wasn't, I wasn't that aware of how much I was shaking, but when he gave me the little box that he was carrying my figures in, my hands were shaking. I could feel it, and he could Ew. see it, and he commented, and it was quite sweet. Um, this is, wow, uh, huge, huge, huge. Um, cap in my collection big big thing in my collection for me um uh yeah wow also great now i can uh troll steven with it <laughs> so. you have the only crotched outback in the in the geo joburg collection as well correct <laughs> and to be fair he doesn't come without his his issues he had one small little problem now this this toy okay it's worth mentioning this tiger force outback was i believe uh in a packaging and bought by someone and either it was kept in packaging for for very long and something either happened to the packaging and it was opened up or somebody bought this but this was brand new for for a long time okay mm. so much so that you couldn't bend the knees okay it was it was hectic like and it being tiger force outback i wasn't going to try and force the knees you know it's just you could barely bend the knees. So this, of course, this bugged me a little bit. Uh, and so when I got home, uh, and also I suppose I should get into, so I'll tell you what, what happened there uh, just after I'll tell you this. So this guy was going to ship it to me. 
and thankfully he's close he's in Joburg and so thankfully he didn't uh you know I just felt it would be stupid for him to to ship it to me I could go and fetch it from him we actually arranged to go and meet it and I so we had to drive all the way to Centurion uh which is quite a long drive it's about 20 or so kilometers from from home maybe more uh I think it's actually 40 kilometers if I'm not mistaken anyway it's quite a long drive Celia and I went on a road trip and um yeah so not only did I, I thankfully I didn't have to have any like sort of package anxiety I could just go and fetch the toy uh which was cool but yeah upon getting home after this very long road trip because this very long road trip then extended to Celia and I having a, a like sort of a, a breakfast and then we d went and did a lot lots bits of Christmas shopping for our folks and stuff and then only did I get home that I could actually play mm -hmm. with my new toy and so yes I did fix his knees long story short uh, but it required a little bit of surgery and it was quite scary. So the one leg was completely fine. I could take it off and wiggle it off nicely. No issues there. Easy peasy. Um, just gave it a little bit, reamed the, 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 the hole a little bit there for the, for the knee joint and the leg bends nicely. No issues. It's not floppy ninja kicking legs. The other leg, however, and I've never experienced this in my life ever. It was almost like it was glued. Okay. Hmm. That's how fused it was. It was it was almost like it was glued. I had used every single trick in the book that I knew to get this thing loose. I used hot water, which is what I always do. Um, I then used, I gently tried to persuade that knee joint out of that um, socket. I tried that. I tried using like. Um, a small vice grip um, just to you know slowly like try to create a pinch there to get it out no that didn't work nothing eventually what I had to do this is going to shock you guys I had to break the peg in the knee I had to literally clip it off then I had to drill a hole through it I had to, so now I've got this out back who's now essentially got like a broken knee he's like completely <laughs> non-mint no. now I know it's freaking me out and I drilled a little hole through there, and then I drilled two catching holes on on. Oh, drilled a catching hole on the other side, and used a piece of model kit plastic, no glue required. Slotted it through the hole for the leg. Slotted it into the upper thigh. Boom! He's got two legs. He can run again. Everything's golden. My art back is still cool. So yay! So there he is, and now he can walk like a real, like a real That's tiger. That's wild. Super cool, eh? I'm so glad I got this. So now all we need to do is find one for you, Robbie. Heck and, yeah. Uh, heck yeah. And then we'll so, all have one. I think I, I think that's that's a good plan. 2022. Yeah, I'd Tiger Force Tiger Force out back for you. And while I was in Centurion picking up this figure, sorry, I know that this is a long one. I'm actually sad Steven isn't here. It would have been cool to hear his picks as well. But uh, I'm sure he's gonna share all of that cool stuff. And he shared a really awesome video about it. So this um, gentleman that I met, very, very nice guy, uh, he's like, asked me if I collect anything else. And Celia and I are like, oh, a little bit of Hot Wheels. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of digging the Motu Origins thing. He's like, oh, this um, Checkers has actually got a lot of He-Man stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay. So Celia and I go off to the Checkers and we're looking around and we then spot a few really nice uh, Hot Wheels, which is really cool. Um, and thanks to the Hot Wheels, we found this. Ba-boom. Flying Fist He-Man, which is now apparently all over Cape Town, Rob, just so you know. Finally got a Flying Ooh. Fist He-Man. So that, that, that's joy. <laughs> no Terraclaw Skeletor, though. But this guy was, like, hiding. 
And I only saw it because I was looking for Hot Wheels and then I thought, okay, I'll go and look at the Motu stuff again. And they didn't have anything special. Then I went back to the Hot Wheels. Then I went back to the Motu. And for some reason, Celia <laughs> spotted this. And then, boom, we got it. Yay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Flying Fist, He-Man is mine. And, guys, and that is my Christmas. And, of course, I got Rob and Steven in the tree because hey. I miss you, you, you funky monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thankfully, we're represented by figures. So, it makes it much easier to kind of, like, have us around. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it was like, this is how I kept you guys close to me, near and dear. So, yeah, anyway, that's enough of uh, what did you get? <laughs> um, we certainly got a lot of stuff. But, I mean, we also gave a lot this year. I mean, if, if you consider episodes giving, uh, I think I do. We we somehow managed 46 episodes this year. I mean, right? isn't that insane? This will be the 46th, I think. Um, so we started the year on episode 184, discussing classified snake eyes, and we ended the year with our Christmas special. And between all of that, a lot of people, I mean, we ourselves made some, some cool things for the channel, but tons of other videos for the channel. I think it's been a pretty big year, 2021, for the channel. Mm. There've been really a been. lot of really cool videos that came out. We've we've got uh, we have a new play motion out or we had a yeah I think it's one or two new play play motions out because there was a collaboration with Troy and yes. um, then there was the Renegades that had come out then there was the uh, Sergeant Slaughter Slaughterhouse stuff that's come out that's not through us but um, you know we at least got to contribute some voices to it at, at times oh it's been it's been an crazy a crazy year actually it's been really incredible. And so many new things coming out. I mean, the, it was the, this is the year that obviously, uh, uh, what's it called again? The Red TIE Fighter. <laughs> oh, yes, dude. Roboskull, man. Roboskull Robo came happened. out, was, was fully funded. The Sky Striker somehow. Uh, you no, know, that was funded. In the, in the last, last couple of hours, it happened. Rancor wasn't. <laughs> um, Rancor wasn't, unfortunately. We've... And I'm sure many guys are have if they while listening to this, I'm sure they either have received their action force figures uh, from uh, from Valiverse or are expecting their action force figures to arrive very soon because that's gone off this year as well. And uh, to quite a, a high grade of or high degree of success, a lot of guys are very happy with their new action force stuff based on what I've seen on the Internet everywhere. Um, I know Bart's been digging the hell out of his Action Force stuff, as has Ryan. So, yeah, it's been pretty incredible from that side. Gary V, uh, he started his podcast, um, which has been pretty cool. Yes. The uh, Chaplin's Motorpod. So, that's ha also happened. That's not us, obviously, but it's just worth mentioning that's happened. That went down. Uh, Matthew Comstock started his blog after uh, getting his figures uh, back from his childhood home's attic. Uh, HCC disappeared and then came back, you know, that happened. That's with, oh, that's so true. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm getting lost in looking at all of our videos. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, how did, if you don't mind me asking, how did you spend Christmas, man? So my Christmas I spent with my, it's, well, it's, it's basically, yeah. So it was myself, my, my sister, uh, my mother and my grandmother. 
and we go to my my mother's place uh, in the northern suburbs of Cape Town, and and yeah, so we we spent the afternoon there. Thankfully, there was a breeze or a bit of a wind going, because otherwise it was very hot yesterday in Cape Town. Um, wow. Like I don't know, like twenty seven, twenty eight, or something like that. It just makes it like ugh. so. We never have white Christmases in 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 South Africa, unfortunately. There's no snow. There's no cold. It's it's all, you know, in our imagination. We should we should get you up for for Christmas in Joburg, dude. We've had a bit of a rainy one, actually. Oh really? Oh, good. I'd yeah. love to have a Christmas in Joburg. I mean, as long as it's a bit cooler, I can at least you know be a bit closer to the childhood, you know, kind of like imagining of having snow, or at least having a cooler Christmas where I can actually wear like pants on Christmas Day. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe I forgot about the Storm Shadow the Origins came out. <laughs> yes. Yes, Darren that's Cobb. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we gotta talk movies just now. It's gonna happen. Yes, yes, no for sure. Um because, yes, yeah. so we, we had a great lunch, uh, a Christmas lunch. Uh, we uh, we undid all our gifts. Uh I think probably my gift my well well the countdown was the coolest gift that anyone received that day. Um, I've got my sister a, a manga, um, oh, cool. a Which Junji one? Ito, a Junji Ito, oh. a dissolving Ito. classroom. Oh, cool. Yeah, Junji Ito is awesome. He does all that creepy, horror, grossy stuff. Yeah, and she absolutely loves the stuff. So I think oh, this is probably so the third one I've got on her so, uh, well, so far. Um, yeah, she's, she's very much into um, horror. And... Yeah, my mom got me cigarettes. I got her cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother got a bunch of biscuits and, and chocolates and stuff because I think, you know, I think eventually that's kind of all you do get kind of like older people is like stuff to eat, essentially. Um, yeah, exactly like, right. Like treats that, you know, that they that they really enjoy. And I, I, my dad's yeah. been loving books. So, yeah. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He gave him some books this year. Yeah, I was I was hoping I could find an Afrikaans version of Dune. I would love Ooh. to have gotten him an Afrikaans Dune, but uh, sadly, sadly not. I wonder if they ever time. translated it, because I mean, it's, it it must have been translated into dozens of languages. Exactly right, but Afrikaans doesn't seem to be one of them. I've actually done a bit of a search, so. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> would he have? Yeah. Would he have been able to read a Dutch version of it? Do you think? I don't think. I don't think so. Um, I don't think he'd be able to read it comfortably. I think he would totally understand it. And my mm. dad did do Dutch in school, and he did German okay. in school as well. So I'm sure he could. Um, but yeah, you know. So wouldn't be an easy read. An easy read. <laughs> um, yeah, man. That that sounds cool. That sounds you know awesome. And and the thing is, like, there are a lot of guys who obviously couldn't be with their families, you know, this year for Christmas. So, you know. It may sound like kind of boring, you know, just to say, oh, yeah, I was with my family and whatever. Somebody like that. <laughs> but there are a lot of people in the world right now who can't quite do that. And so I'm yeah, glad for that sure. you're one I of mean, the people that could. And that yeah, I'm, one I'm of very the grateful. That yeah, that we yeah. were both able to kind of spend time with our families. I mean, for sure, there's dozens, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people who can't be with their families. And I hope that even though they were apart, they were, you know, you're still able to have a good Christmas because it, it definitely is, it's, it's that time of year where you kind of just have to just enjoy yourself and have a good time and, and be grateful for what you have. And thankfully, uh, Joburg, all three of us, we, thanks to everyone, we have a lot more than, um, 
we've ever had before. And I'm not just talking about like toys and physical stuff. I mean, just, I think a better outlook. Um, it's definitely helped to kind of make it through another year of this pandemic. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. looking forward to kind of like chatting and, and, and talking about Joe Joe and just, just taking our minds off, you know, the, the everyday and kind of like transporting ourselves into the, into yeah, the I get, extraordinary. I get excited for the weekend because I'm like, Hey, cool. You know, get to, to speak to you guys, which is always a highlight for me. Um, and we get to, you know, make our jokes. <laughs> and it's mm -hmm. cool. So uh we've got some stuff from postbox the pit that we want to read but before that uh, Steve, uh rob has watched a few things <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah guys uh just yeah he, he's got opinions <laughs> so, <laughs> um so here's the thing so uh rob what are you watching what are you playing what are you wearing i mean what are you reading? <laughs> well, I'm wearing a t-shirt with a shirt over that with a pair of shorts. Um, I have not been reading much this week. I did uh, I did start Witcher Season 2. It's so far pretty good. I really enjoyed the experience overall. I'm in Episode 6 or 7, 7 now, I think. So I'm, I'm um, you know, coming around to the end. It's a really good show overall, I think. Um, mm. it's, it's interesting because apparently... Fans complained that the first season was a little confusing because there was um, the two stories happening at two different times in Geralt's life, and I think they obviously didn't make that clear enough, so they confused a lot of people. Where they thought, "Oh, but I thought he was over here." No, he's he's over there. Um, so for the people that had their complaint, the second season is a lot more straightforward. There's one story; you just follow it along. But then I also read news recently that apparently the second season is too simple compared to the first season. So well, I guess yeah. there's, there's no pleasing everyone in the end, you know? Yeah, as well, fans, anyone. we're such difficult people, I swear. It's um, true, though. You know, it's like mm. we, we want very specific things. And then when the people making the shows hear these, these opinions, they go, okay, cool, we'll take that on board. And then when they do that, another group of fans are like, no, actually, could you not have done that? This doesn't yeah. work for me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think yeah. fandoms are very difficult to kind of get through that that minefield. On the topic of The Witcher, it's been quite interesting um, to to see Celia's uh, reaction to it because she's not a gamer, so she has no um, experience with The Witcher as a gamer. She's never read the books or didn't even know that the books existed. Um, I had been sort of going on about the series and like, hey, you should check it out. I think you might enjoy it. Um, the main character is really awesome. And, you know, I think you'll, you know, I think you would enjoy it. And she's watched like one or two and she really, she really has been enjoying it. But it is a, it is a show that you have to sit down and watch. And um, so she's sort of been doing that. But then she, she got a bit of a orange is the new black kind of uh, binge you know, taste. in. Oh, her. interesting. Yeah, I think yeah. that is a show you can kind of just like plow through essentially i mean it does keep you hooked exactly right and so yeah so i've been like sort of trying to get celia to finish watching the damn witcher the season, first season so her and i can watch the second <laughs> one together so i've been holding off on watching the second season um yeah man it looks cool i'm just glad that there's something exciting on netflix for me to watch right now um and hopefully i get to check it out before cobra kai comes out because i'm really excited about cobra kai 
That's season um, four? four. Yeah. So I need to catch up. I'm still on season one. I don't think it Dude. hooked me as quickly as it should have. Um, yeah, because yeah. the concept is awesome. Everyone tells me it's it's really good. Um, I think I should I should just get back into it because it it, oh. it what I've watched so far is really good. Yeah, I've really loved it. I'm not gonna lie. I think uh, Cobra Kai has been one of those really awesome TV series that comes out that I get really fired up about, and um, surprisingly so because it has got some silly moments. But I suppose I dig it for that, you know. But uh, what if? Uh, so you've been checking. So you've checked out The Witcher. Very. So I cool. checked out The Witcher. That was probably the best thing I watched this week. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I did catch. So. A new movie has come out in the cinemas. Um, I, apparently, it's on HBO Max as well. I don't know if that means it, it translates to be on uh, uh, whatever our Max version is here. What's it called? Oh, Showmax. Show oh, actually, I don't know. I wonder if it is on Showmax. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's the thing. Because, I mean, I think Showmax is the South African uh, kind of branch of HBO Max, as it were. Uh, it, it is, it is kind of, yeah. With it. Um, it so is they have of. certain shows that obviously only HBO, HBO has. Um, so I decided to go and check it out. <clears throat> um, my expectations were fairly high because the trailers were, were really good for this movie. I thought it looked like it had some cool ideas coming you know, coming out of it, and and it was just would be cool to see these characters on the big screen again. So the movie I'm talking about, which um, turned out to be a complete disappointment. <laughs> Is Matrix <laughs> Matrix Resurrections? Um, I went in expecting, I suppose, like like how do you how do you set up the fact that um, you know these characters are back? I mean, at the end of the third film, basically, you know, that was it. That's that's the end of the story, and somehow they they get them back, and the explanation is is really silly. Um, but yeah, overall, it's it's just a garbage movie. Actually, <laughs> it's just it's it it has no reason to exist. Like, it's not pushing forward um, any interesting visuals. There's there mm-hmm. isn't any innovative fights. Like, it's not like they 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 had ideas for for new ways of kind of like doing amazing battles within the Matrix. That doesn't happen. It feels like a very generic action movie that happens to have, you know, the kind of a couple of like really cool um, things going on. Basically, Neo constantly blocking things with, with like a shield. That's like his new power for 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 resurrections. He can block things. He could do it before, but that's like his only extra power this time is he can block everything. I suppose it's worth like mentioning that, like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie. Oh, no, no, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> uh, but then again, I mean, I, I really don't care if I spoil this because it's it's not it's not good at all. There's some really cool concepts, but in, in, within the film, they've kind of, they have moved forward to, you kind of get some sort of resolution to things that happened um, at the end of Revolutions. And mm. you get some idea of, like, what the new way or you know what the new way of life is for people post um resurrections and post the the war between the you know because obviously at the time they they broke the peace between the the robots and and the humans mm. and like what happened to that and it's kind of cool to kind of see that stuff but at the same time it's not enough to kind of make the movie good you need a good story around 
incredible concepts or incredible emotional moments because there are there are a few i, I definitely did cry <laughs> in at least one scene um but well that's good it, it it's, it's an emotional movie i think there's a lot of emotion in it but at well at times at least but yeah i rolled not not the best experience i think and it it doesn't need to exist actually Wow, <laughs> I I, re yeah. I really don't think it does, but I mean, also I think it's 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 a big excuse because. <laughs> so between after the Matrix finished a couple of years or a couple of years ago, they did a TV series called Sense Eight, and I watched the first season. That was very good. Um, with the with, yeah, with Chelsea siblings, cool. um, mm -hmm. they made they created this really cool, interesting series. Uh, I still need to watch season two. But the interesting thing is that actually, basically, the entire cast of that TV series is in this movie, and mm. in, maybe not in every single big role, but in most of the big roles. So to me, at least, it kind of felt like, oh, you know, these guys aren't getting work anywhere else. So let me make a movie so they can have work, <laughs> essentially. So it's oh. like there's a lot more reasons to make this than to actually go cool. I have. I have an idea to expand the Matrix universe further. It's it feels more like there's personal reasons and like financial reasons why they would make another movie. Hmm. I mean, I I'm trying not to discuss it too much. And there's yeah, the the, the entire end sequence of the movie is just. It's I laughed out loud when they started doing certain things. It was just. Ugh. It's I can't even actually. But if you do watch it, let us know. And yeah, Paul, are you going to watch it? <laughs> I, I want to watch it. I have this. Um, so guys, Rob is being very diplomatic on the podcast. <laughs> um, the voice notes that Stephen and I received on our WhatsApp group with re reference to this film and, and Rob's experience of it has actually been more beneficial to me watching this film than detrimental because... <laughs> Um, yeah, Rob, to say you are not impressed is kind of an understatement. Uh, and it's got me so curious. I, I'm morbidly curious to go and check out this film now. I'm like, oh, I want to watch this because of everything that you kind of have mentioned. And uh, yeah, so I am going to check it out. I don't know if I'm going to pay full price of admission for it. I might go and watch it on like a cheap ass Tuesday or something. Um, yeah, but, or like uh, in 2D or something. There, there must, yeah, there must no, be I'm a, totally a gonna watch it in 2D. cinema where you can just see it in 2D. You pay the, no, the bare minimum Rand price. Is, yeah, no, 150 Rand is too much to pay for a headache. So, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. do it in 3D. Um, and that said, like, I still want to watch the new Spider-Man. Steven's checked that out. He's got some thoughts and whatever's on it. I know the internet has exploded with that. Um, everybody's like, it's so amazing. I have heard opinions that are contrary to that. Um, so I'm also very keen to check out Spider-Man. Um, yes, and it's, I and would Robert, definitely check that out before Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's the plan. And then, um, you know, Rob, when you posted uh, all of your stuff on WhatsApp, another friend of mine, he was also posting all over Instagram about how amazing and deep the Matrix is. Mm. And I was just laughing at the at the. But it's uh, sort of, uh, deep as a puddle. As so. at the contrast between the two uh, between the two <laughs> opinions. So, yeah, I am curious. But um, yeah, before we move on to some postcards to put uh, a little bit of a, let's call it a quick fire topic, or let's give this episode a little bit of a G.I. Joe topic. Um, you know, it's not just rounding off. 
Rob, what are the things that you're excited to see happen with GI Joe in 2022? Ooh, well, I think probably one of the biggest things is, oh, I mean, he hasn't really released yet, has he, Spirit? Or classified? No, he hasn't yet. So those are all coming okay. out next year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 2022 classified Spirit. I mean, if he's really good, he might actually be my my in into classified. But hmm. having said that, uh, and obviously at some point they're eventually going to start doing the vintage line. So I'm looking forward to them releasing more of news on the vintage line. I mean, I that's not coming next year, right? I mean, 2023 is when the the Sky Striker gets sent out. Is that correct? Yeah, it's. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I think I think the Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes uh, O-ring vintage collections are destined for 2022, if memory mm. serves, or if my information is correct. <laughs> um, so there's that happening. Um, I suppose one could maybe argue that Hasbro might start getting the ball rolling on on those. I like O-ring to think figures. so. I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm very hopeful that we get a lot more news related to the vintage line next year, so we have some idea of what they want to do with it and what they're going to be doing going forward and, no. and hopefully more classified releases. Um, it's definitely gaining a lot of steam. It's, it's, they're doing amazing stuff for the classified line. And I think 2022 could be really big for GI Joe Burke and GI Joe in general. <laughs> Dude, I think, I think the, the classified bat and classified Ellie Viper have done wonders for Hasbro this year already. Um, mm. They've, I know that um, at first they were spotted in retail stores and now they're like kind of like everywhere. I'm seeing guys posting uh, quite a few, like guys are really troop holding them as I imagine they would. And I, I hope Hasbro has had the foresight to realize that um, this is a troop building figure and so that they have um, gone out of their way to make more of these than normal. That would be great. Uh, another thing I'm very excited for with that is, well, my pre-orders. Um, because I've pre-ordered a Bat and an Alley Viper. In fact, I have pre-ordered an extra Alley Viper um, oh. as a giveaway. Yeah, so uh, I haven't got a plan for how that's going to work. I just uh, thought I'd put it out there. Um, I did pre-order one early because I wasn't sure how to get, you know, and I'm sure everybody's going to be happy with getting an extra Alley Viper or extra Bat in their collection. Um, so I'll figure out a way to, to make that a thing, but yeah, so there's an Ali Viper that's going to be given away by GI Joburg sometime next year when BBTS actually, you know, gets them in stock. I know some guys have been receiving from BBTS. Clearly I didn't click the button fast enough. <laughs> so I must be like number 100 in the queue or something. Um, but that's cool. So that's exciting. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm also looking forward to more, uh, classified news from Hasbro. I'm actually hoping for a more confident G.I. Joe-centric Hasbro. I know that's a lot to ask for, um, but I think they, <laughs> they can be because the classified line is doing well. The HasLab Sky Striker, oh God, we said it again. Uh, that's happening. So I'm expecting and hoping that next year is going to be kind of full of G.I. Joe. Like we're going to see a lot of cra- <clears throat> crazy stuff. I think we're going to see a lot of, I think we're going to see some of the O-ring vintage figures sort of announced at at uh, at a toy show. These are just predictions, of course, predictions and hopes. Um, I've got a feeling we're going to see some of that. I've got a feeling we're going to see a bit of an uptake on the classified in terms of 
more sort of unique characters or should I say braver choices, more courageous character choices. Um, not that I have a problem with the original classified Duke, but I think the fan base would be happier with a better Duke. So hopefully that happens. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, these are just some of the, the things. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do with the comic. Uh, I hope, I truly hope Kirkman's um, imprint gets that, uh, gets the G.I. Joe comic. Um, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think that would be cool. Uh, Chasing Eddie's Toys here says, hope they release the mini playsets at some point. Checkpoint Alpha, Cobra Bunker. Dude, I would love to see that. I, I think that kind of thing is very important. I've said it here on the show before. Uh, the Cobra Troopers, the Cobra Vipers, and now the Alley Vipers and the Bats definitely enhanced the classified line, not just because they're cool toys, but also because it's something for your Joes to shoot at and to kill. You know, it's, mm. it's really interesting. You know, you've got a line that's got two groups of, like, sort of signature characters. You've got all the Cobra, like, big guys, and you've got all the G.I. Joe. Well, not all the G.I. Joe big guys, but you've got some big guys from G.I. Joe. And um, you, as, I mean, your imagination is your own limitation, but I'm pretty sure a lot of us are wired in the sense that it's difficult for us to, like, really just have a G.I. Joe, like, take down Cobra Commander just willy-nilly. You know what I mean? And so it's cool to, like, have... Cobra Troopers in the mix and, you know, Army Builders in the mix to, to, to take out. And I feel like those miniature sets, they definitely add to that kind of feeling, you know. So if they did something like that for Classified, that would be cool. Um, you know, if they did it for the O-Ring retro re-releases, that would be cool as well. I also am hoping uh, for a Cobra Claw from Classified, a Trouble Bubble or Flight Pod. That would be really cool, seeing as we've received a RAM. And... Uh, Hasbro, if you're listening, please could we have a stalker, a classified stalker? Just give it him to us with like, you know, like shorter hair. I mean, I like the dreads, but like you're going to step on a landmine with that. So just, you know, keep his hair <laughs> short. You know, we, we would like a, a really cool stalker figure, please. That would be really awesome. Thank you, Hasbro. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so that's, that's some of the stuff that I'm hopeful for. I really hope that G.I. Joe RPG picks up nicely. I'm looking forward to us doing some podcast episodes with that in hand. Yeah, I think so. Mm. We should definitely. I mean, I think it definitely the addition of of like sets would actually make the classified line a lot more amazing. We need more stuff than just figures. Mm. And and that's, I do agree. Yeah, and that's that's a big thing. Um, that's a big thing. Like out there at the moment, I mean, there's a lot of uh, guys that are doing some great diorama stuff. Uh, you know, even just stuff out of cardboard has been quite successful with the toy um, photography crowd. So that, that'd be great. <laughs> Taryn's like the Coastal Defender. No, just no. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No. <laughs> Classified Vampire Stinger. I think that's very likely and very possible, actually. Just uh, nervous about how that would scale out. So Darren Cobb suggested a Classified Vamp slash Stinger. Mm. Uh, yeah, cool. I think I think it's a cool idea. I think it is possible. Definitely, if Star Wars has managed to get away with what it has, then it's uh, then I think um, a classified vampire sticker uh, stinger is possible with what I said earlier. The proportions. Let's hope they get that right. Um, yeah, man. So, and then of course I would love uh, for us to be able to I don't know uh, travel. That would be cool. So that we can maybe make it to a Joe Fest or something. 
That would be ultimate. That, well, <laughs> it's not 2032 yet, but I think 2022, maybe things will hopefully get a bit better. And if, totally. if, if the trend towards more, um, more infectious yet less um, deadly versions, severe yeah. versions of of the COVID virus continues, then it could become just like the flu, essentially. Um, yeah. You know, it, every year you, there's a shot maybe, or, or people choose not to get the flu shot because it's just mild, it's mild um, symptoms. Then I think, yeah, I think the sooner rather than later, things will get much better. I, I'd definitely want want things to get better. <laughs> sooner, another th- make it next year. And another thing I'm looking forward to seeing next year from G.I. Joe, not necessarily from Hasbro, but I'm looking forward to seeing what the community does, what the G.I. Joe collecting community does, or should I say the three, three quarter inch and now six inch scale collectors do, because I mean, we've seen some amazing products come out. Um, There is a company that does uh, these weapons for the action force. I mean, not for action force for GI Joe classified. Um, and I can't believe I just blanked on the name. Ryan has, is the reason I, I know that they exist. So yeah, I've been checking out a lot of that awesome stuff. I hope we see more cool weapons and gear and props and Hey, whatever's like surprises. I mean, 2021 was surprising in itself that we got Airwolf coming out. The Robo skull happened. So yeah, here's looking forward to 2022 with all of that madness. Um, and now, yeah, Rob, is there anything else you want to mention or can I take us through to postcards from the pit? I think definitely let's hit the pit. I think, yeah, give us more G.I. Joe. That's what we want cool. from 2022 and the opportunity to, to see the people that we met a couple of years ago and a couple more of you too. That's what I want. <laughs> cool. Let's do it. So, um, so Steve actually sent us a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, well, he sent it to us. I mean, it's a whole bunch of stuff that we get in our a real South African uh, hero at gmail.com. So guys, if you want to get in touch with us and you don't want to send us a comment on our videos and you want to just reach out and touch us, let that sink in for a second. You can get hold of us <laughs> on a real South African hero at gmail.com. Uh, like so many others have, and you can shoot us an email and uh, bear in mind um, that your stuff will be read out. (laughs) So if it gets to us, we will read it out. Um, And if we don't read it out, we will get back to it in some form or another. We do sort of have some kind of a system. So (laughs) um, this message comes to us from uh, Gabriel Wilkinson. Uh, Mary Bergmas, lads. Mary Bergmas to you too, Gabriel. Uh, The topic has already been discussed at length and will provide plenty of uh, speculation, wishing and dreaming while we await whatever O-ring goodness Hasbro has in store for us. So, um, yeah, so here we go. This is great. This is on the topic of what we want. Uh, So here's a largely comic book centric wish list. Here we go. He would, Gabriel thinks that it would be cool if we got a hard master, soft master, and blind master. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't believe none of us have actually mentioned that already. Uh, Bully would be cool. 
Dr. Venom, definitely. Uh, Quinn in Jungle Gear. Yeah, actually. That would be cool. Scarface we've had him in, with a, yeah, we've yeah. had him in the in the in the um like winter gear, but I think yeah. Jungle yeah, it's gear weird be because cool. he's, that's he's his still first wearing appearance, like shorts, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. He's still wearing shorts, but I mean he I think specifically jungle gear version would be awesome. Yeah. Well, especially in like an O ring kind of feel. You know, we, mm. we haven't really gotten that in O ring. I mean modern era, yeah. But uh Scarface with removable helmet. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Scarface is def is kind of a missed opportunity um, as an O-ring. I think that should definitely happen. Uh, I think somebody mentioned this in the last time we did this. Uh, Professor Apple mm. or Appel. Um, but, and Apple. then can't Apple. <laughs> Candy or Bogo in bear suit with removable bear head. Totally. <laughs> White Clown, yes. This is actually such a cool um, storyline in the comic book. Uh, that whole Snake Eyes kind of with uh, under the sort of influence of the Arashikage mindset. Mm -hmm. um, that goes down with that whole thing. Yeah, White Clown is cool, man. Uh, bit of a creepy looking character, but love the whole setup there. And un unmasked Jinx, yes. Why should only modern era get an unmasked Jinx? Why can't we have one? Um, Shooter, definitely. Uh, and Bomb Strike, very nice. And he says, here's one that's a bit out there, an O-ring version of Deep Six in his dive suit. Hear me out. It could be done. They made Edmund Honda for the Street Fighter line back in the day, so Hasbro has proven they can do figures with standard articulation and much larger appendages. The <laughs> Bubble Helmet has been done many times. Ace, Payload, Sector Viper, Deep Six version 2, sort of. Hawk version 3 and other users of the mold, Armatech, Destro, and of course, all the unique t tooling and wider T-hook would be cost-restrictive, but one can dream. I agree with you there. I think we could actually get a Deep Six in diving suit as an O-ring figure. My question is, and Rob, let's see what you, your feelings are. Um, maybe, like, don't you think they should do this more like, well, I feel they should do this more like how they did the snake armor for Deep Six's dive suit, personally. Like, I like that as an idea. That would work a lot better, I think. Because, I mean, there's articulation in the snake suit, but not too much. And because yeah. they're in dive suits, I mean, you're not meant to be able to move a lot. But, I mean, you yeah. could you could kind of replicate what they did in the, in the, um, the Space Force, you know, where you could yeah, kind the, of make something Marine. similar to space, that. The Space... Star Brigade. Star Brigade. <laughs> Star Brigade armor... Armored Marines or whatever. Yeah, you could called. do yeah. something like that. You could kind of borrow from there and kind of create something new. But I think Deep Six in, in, in a diving suit would be really cool. I mean, they did a version, um, but I mean, it, was, it felt more like cloth or like a normal figure. Because mm. I have like the Indian version, I think, somewhere. I mean, oh, the, the, the play school, school the fine school version. Um, but that, that was like too thin. It was like, it didn't feel like an actual diving suit. Hmm. So I think there, there's room that you could actually make something really cool like that in the line. Sweet. Which brings us to uh, new O-ring ideas from Samuel Smith. How's it, Samuel? Here are a few ideas to think about. One, Stalker. I just finished watching HCC 788's review of the 8283 Stalker. HCC mentions that the OG-13 sculpting and painting don't compare well to the sculpting and paint of later G.I. Joe releases. I agree with that. There is a, a charm to them, 
but there are there were significant strides made between 83 and 85 uh, mm. even 84 um stalker is such an amazing uh, uh, such an amazing character i enjoy his v1 figure but i have to agree that objectively the figure could be better if i were pitching ideas to hasbro i would suggest they redo the sculpting of v1 stalker so he looks more in in line quality uh, in line quality wise with 85 foot loose or 87 falcon definitely um yeah um he would suggest they redo the sculpting of v1 stalker uh i agree with that i think stalker is one of my favorite characters like i love the character it hasn't always been my favorite toy in all honesty at least the version one of stalker version two i think is an amazing toy arctic stalker and uh the um, talking Battle Commander Stalker is also really rad. But um, yeah, I, I do feel like he needs to be shown a little bit of respect by being given a, a, a stronger face sculpt for sure. Um, yeah, what say you, Rob? Do you think, uh, is, that a, is that a toy you would like to see them do properly uh, as an O-Ring re-release? And do you agree with him? I mean, maybe maybe you're like, no, man, 82, 83 Stalker was the, you know, the tip. He was perfect. I love how simple he is. He's simple looking he is. No, I think I think a, a better version would be fantastic. I mean, you mentioned getting him in the classified line. I think having a, a an updated version of him in in a new vintage line would be really cool. Mm. Um, because, yeah, he is really straightforward. I mean, a lot of those characters have gotten better versions later on. And I think, yeah, kind of mirroring, mirror, mirroring, <laughs> doing something cooler with him, adding more detail in there would be fantastic. I mean, Samuel does go on to say that Hasbro did revisit some of the weaker molds in the repaint comic pack era. Yes. And that included Stalker. But I mean, that Stalker sucked. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently his head small. was too small. <laughs> Maybe That's... they'll get it right a third time. We'll see. The next thing Samuel mentions is Beachhead. While on the subject of the repaint era, I have to give Hasbro credit for the new head sculpts they gave Firefly and Storm Shadow during that era. Uh, that, during that era. They look amazing and blend perfectly with those characters' V1 figures. Hasbro should con uh, consider doing the same thing to 86 Beachhead, who had a great, <laughs> who had a giant, pardon me, a giant <laughs> balloon head. Just remold that thing slightly smaller slash better and that figure would be perfect. Well, almost. You know, please give him somewhat buffer arms. He looks like a twig. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is where I'm a little at odds. Um, I fully agree that, like, Beachhead has a too big a head for his sculpt. But I love that toy. I think he's such a great figure. Honestly. I think um, the thing that scares me about that is how many of them you see with broken crotches. Uh, that, that's always freaked wow. me out with that, with that toy. Um, I don't know. What do you say, Rob? Uh, do you think that uh, he would benefit from having a better head sculpt? I think you could you you could make him make his head a little bit smaller. Especially, I mean, if I mean they really did. I mean, that Firefly from that that repaint comic pack area is really good. I have that one, and it it it's a huge improvement. I think on the, on the, on the figure overall. So I think you could you could make a smaller head for him. Or maybe you could have completely re-sculpt re it and just make it look way more interesting. Mm. I yeah. think it'd be really cool. I, listen, I mean, it took them, in my opinion, a while to get him right on the modern era. Um, 
it's like they got they checked a lot of the boxes in the modern era or 25th anniversary and they were like yep this is good this is good this is good this is uh, not so good you know like i i couldn't stand <laughs> the head sculpt on the modern era version and they tried different things and then they even gave us like a non belaclava version which i thought was very ambitious and very clever um of them to do so that was interesting to say the least but uh yeah it took them a while to get that right so hopefully i'm and i think samuel i think a lot of guys out there would agree with you i think um the body's perfect maybe just redo the head i still stand by being able to switch the heads out like give us a true vintage head as well as a redone head on some figures especially if you know that there's been some controversy around that figure um but that's me <laughs> mm. um Samuel says we obviously need a Sparks. Duh. <laughs> yeah, we do need a Sparks. <laughs> um, one of the most uh, spoken about uh, episodes in the Sunbow line uh, has a toy that was never released as a toy. <laughs> has a character that was never released as a toy, which is always fun and interesting. Um, so that's definitely a gap that needs to be filled there. No arguments whatsoever on that one. Uh, Rob, do you want to read the next one? Yeah, I think this is the one that I, had, I I found interesting. So he suggests doing a battle core bazooka. That figure has a good sculpt. He's wearing a boonie hat and tack vest. Repaint that figure in military colors and let's see how it looks. There weren't enough boonie hat Joes in the Arai era. I agree with that. I, I agree. Oh, the repaint, I, I think, yeah. I think because we've already got that version of bazooka. And guys, if you're wondering, um, that's the... Uh, he looks like he's going fishing. He's like wearing... Yes, basically. He's got like a <laughs> yeah. red shirt on and like blue, greeny blue pants. It At a glance, it doesn't look like Bazooka at all because we're so used to him wearing his number 14 shirt. Um, it could really be any, almost any other character, really. I exactly, think. yeah. But um, it's a, in, overall, it's, it's a pretty decent sculpt and I think you could probably repaint him and, and make him into... Would you keep him as Bazooka or make him a different character? No, I'd keep him know. as Bazooka. I'd keep him yeah. as Bazooka. Yeah, like, I, I, I have a thing where if they repaint original molds and rename the character, like, that is something that disturbs and irritates me in the biggest way. <laughs> I find it lazy. Coming back to a comment you made, Rob, uh, I'd rather see, like, new molds, new molds for old characters or new molds for new characters than see them try to repaint an old character as a new character with the same mold. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you also mentioned that, like, you know, Hasbro, they're not like some little small company. They can they can do the tooling. They can remold some of these things. So, yeah, I would like to rather see, yeah, give us Bazooka and, and to uh, give him some cool military tones as opposed to his retirement fishing gear. Um, <laughs> even though I like that figure for some reason. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I dig it. But yeah, I think a military version of that would be cool. And then if you're going to give us a new character, just give us a new sculpt, <laughs> you know. And then five, he says, any Navy SEAL equipped for land missions. Yeah, yeah this one that's speaks something for we sent. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's basically what we said. And a lot of, I think a lot of people, other people said as well. Mm. Allow us to take them from the water onto the land. And then I suppose like strip them down so they can be wearing normal gear because navy seals aren't always necessarily in the water yeah this this is something where i think like if this was the 80s or 90s 
Hasbro could have done like a two pack of like torpedo in land and sea gear, you know. So we could have had like, you know, they could have called them like the, you know, wet. Oh, I suppose wet works would have been a bit too harsh. <laughs> um, they could have called them like, you know, yeah, like operators or seal operators or something like that, like some kind of set, and then they could have just had, you know, versions of wetsuit, torpedo, and um, uh, not deep six, yeah, wetsuit, wetsuit and torpedo, and possibly tracker, and then just give them each, uh, like do a two-pack where they've got their land gear or, you know, wet gear. That would be cool. Sorry, I, I, I just realized I sounded completely crazy when I said that, but yeah, that would be fun. Like how many times did we get Batman toys that were like that, where it's like, Batman, you know, you got Bruce Wayne and then you pop on a whole bunch of armor and then he's Batman, you know, and there was even that like cool Batmobile where you get a Bruce Wayne figure with it and then you pop Batman in the, the car as well and you press a button and it changes from a normal car to a Batmobile and then inside it flips around. So it goes from Bruce Wayne to, to Batman. Like, uh, that, I think I remember yeah. one of those. Yeah, it's a very cool little like, it's I, I always like sort of, wondered about that toy like i always wanted it and when i finally could go and get my hands on it it was already sold out but i've always loved that concept like give us give us both of the figures to to play the same you know to, to be in their different roles i think that could be cool but yeah guys that is from sam sam thank you very much for your comment and for your your message uh Absolutely. really love some of these ideas uh, actually all of them <laughs> um as you heard and where's profit we have got your mail uh, we are excited, but we would like um, we would like uh, Steve uh, to be here with us when we get through this. We uh, want to so go thank full you very much. force on it. Yeah, so we can go full force. Um, so, uh-oh. <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> somewhere Chris is like, I've got a weird tingling feeling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's Joe Hunter 73 Thank you very much for this. We really want to get into this. However, he does have a small PS. Oh, and to Paul. On the how many Sky Strikers question, I have three and a half, <laughs> I think <laughs> it is. One original, one 30th anniversary, and one Silent Strike. <laughs> so the half is the 30th anniversary. Well done. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> uh, at least that's how I get it. Um, very cool, man. Very, very cool. Yeah, listen, um, I've just recently, uh, I brought my Night Raven. And this is something I would love to see Hazlabbed, okay? If Hazlab does this, a re-release of the Night Raven, I will be over the moon and I'll just be ripping things off the wall. I'll just be going nuts. Um, <laughs> and literally, it's like this, this vehicle in my eyes is pretty much perfection. And, but it's not really fair to call it perfection if I can put in a small change. The only change I would uh, like to put into something like a Night Raven is just have fully closed landing gear. You know, the landing gear is so sexy, but it doesn't close all the way on the back wheel. So you still see a little bit of the back wheel exposed. It's a little bit nasty. Uh, yeah. yeah, you could do something with that. Yeah, that's a bit of an irritating thing. I don't love that. Um, but that said, mm, yeah, I have no other complaints. Just re-release that, that bad boy uh, for, for O-rings and I'll probably buy one because... That is a beautiful toy and pretty much perfection. I suppose there are other small, like, sort of tweaks that they could do to it, you know, as they did with the Hazlab Sky Striker, which are great. But yeah, this would be my release. Anyway, that said, I did bring mine home from my folks' place 
and I gave it a nice little spit and polish. Um, I used car dashboard cleaner, which is actually something I saw somebody else on a on a on a thread on a on a sort of GI Joe restorations or toy restoration thread use. I used a product. It's called Sheen. I'm pretty sure it's widely available. It is an international project a product. It's reasonably cheap. Uh, just spritzed a bit of that, let it settle in there and get into the dirt. And then I just polished it nicely and it's nice and shiny and it's hanging on my wall. So when we do some streams and things, you will we'll see it hanging out in the background. So, yeah, man, that is... Um, car you know, dashboard cleaner. <laughs> car dashboard cleaner, yeah. It's, that is amazing. it's really good. Sometimes yeah, I, I mean, wonder, like, how do people realize that they can use products on their toys? Like, are they are they, like horror stories out there where someone was like maybe i can use this to clean my toy and then it just doesn't work at all like completely you know erodes the plastic and and the figure becomes this little zombie or something we're only hearing the success stories is what i'm saying (laughs) yeah no exactly like um i mean admittedly uh with the you know being in the model kit space of, uh, of things uh if you've ever built um, any of the monogram or Ravel cars, or maybe even Gundam kits that have chrome plating on them, um, you know that that chrome plating on things like hubcaps and whatever is just, ugh. it's just, it's gaudy. Uh, at least in my opinion, it is. Um, but also, I suppose this opinion is shared by many because there are lots of tips on how to remove that stuff. And um, in America, the best thing to use is something called Purple Power, which is... Apparently, really, really great for removing chrome, stripping chrome off stuff, um, off uh, plastic toys and whatnot. Uh, that said, uh, we don't have purple power here in South Africa. So I've had to experiment with all kinds of stuff and look into all kinds of local model building forums and things. And one thing I found that's really great for like stripping chrome, for example, is oven cleaner. Uh, mm. Mr. Muscle's oven cleaner. Yeah, it's actually very good and it doesn't uh, damage the plastic, uh, surprisingly. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how people find this stuff out. Uh, they, they kind of have a need. It comes from like the sort of model building side of things or toy restoration side of things. And somebody tries a whole bunch of stuff on the toy that they think is, well, it's pretty much trash anyway. And I think that's how it goes down, (laughs) but there are some horror stories out there, uh, for sure. I mean, I've even had guys in Gundam, uh, forums using actual model products like, um, polishes or or putties and completely melting their kits because they overdid it, you know? Ooh. Uh, so, ooh, yeah, no, it's, it's scary stuff. That's so wild. that's, that's, yeah. So, yeah, well, so we, we get, we get to enjoy the successes. Yeah. We know? appreciate, you know, all of the, all of the efforts people make, I suppose, you know, to discover the things that actually work and help. Totally. And guys, I mean, my Raven, like, wow, I was so scared to spray that stuff on. And eventually I was just like, ugh. You know, guys, just remember, I'd recently done knee surgery on the Tiger Force Outback, okay? Uh, so I was feeling a little bit like, well, you know, I managed to get that right. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Celia got quite a fright because as I'm like doing this, like, you know, when that little pig broke, I didn't want to mm. do it initially, but it kind of broke by, you know, it broke, just snapped. And I was just like, fuck, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but like, I, I exclaimed. It was a, it was a, and she was like, she, she kind of reacted like, what, what happened? You know, what's wrong? Anyway, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> um, so yeah, man, uh, I just want to just get into some of the comments here quickly before we go. Darren Cobb, um, 
mentions here, if you have the White Clown, you need to have Grilovsky and Machta as well. Yes, I agree. In fact, um, I think these would be great little subsets. And I really hope Hasbro has the guts to do them. Um, because the reaction line has done them. And on the topic of the reaction line, like, I'm not going to go out and get myself that sleigh, but it's actually a pretty cool concept. <laughs> like, I know that uh, Pablo Ocampo um, on our Facebook, he he's received one. It's a very cool, like, idea. And I think well executed. Uh, I just lament the fact that it's not a proper... And I say proper, you know, like I'm some kind of like, you know, connoisseur. But like, <laughs> it's not like proper O-ring construction. That would have been, I would have totally have gotten it had it been a, a, a O-ring construction. But for what it is, I think it's great. And I just, uh, I want to put out a shout out to Adam Richards. I love the box art you did for that, man. Uh, it is so properly 80s. Uh, I just love it. And And guys, I'm sorry I don't have it on screen at the moment. But it's just, uh, just go and check it out. Just go and hit up uh, the Reaction Christmas Sleigh or G.I. Joe Sleigh set um, where the sort of blind guy is taking a very radioactive snake eyes um, to go and save his life. And this dude's got like a Mursa massive laser going on there. And it's very cool. Uh, Adam. That was if... the most unexpected thing when, right? I, when I saw that was released. I was just like, I I don't know what to think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's a thing. Uh, so yeah, so if this somehow gets to Adam, please tell him I think his artwork, artwork on that box is crazy cool. And uh, yeah, guys, I think I think uh, that brings us to to this the end of this episode or the close of this episode. Um, I hopefully Stephen will be feeling a lot better when we do our next one. By the time we do our next one, um, yeah, I think so Magic too. Magic April um, says probably. So probably. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably maybe. And then yeah, we get to continue uh, hearing about what what yeah, Jared Joba got for Christmas next time. Um, yeah. Yes, it's been a short one, but I mean it's Christmas. Um, you know, uh, we we want to pay with the things we got. We we got family around. Um. And yeah, I hope everyone has had a fantastic, you know, festive season. I hope it continues to be good and have a good New Year's. Um, I hope 2022 can be even better than 2021 was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Definitely. next year onwards and upwards, guys. We've been talking about our amazing Bergforce and here they are. This is the Bergforce Patreon honor roll. Look at all of these sexy people. They make this channel interesting and uh, yeah just make the hobby in general super great and there's so many of them that we now have a second board and we are now introducing buttface69 and i gotta say i love that name <laughs> what a cool handle buttface69 so welcome to the book force baby very mysterious uh, hope we hope to see you here in future live streams. Um, but, you know, if you're shy and you don't want to do that, that's also cool. But with a name like Buttface69, I got a feeling you're gonna be, we're going to be seeing you soon. And, um, yeah, so thank you to all of you sexy peeps. As always, guys, my, the, my merchandise, <laughs> our <laughs> Joe Book merchandise is available um, on our Teespring. The links are in the description below. Well, that's where you'll find them. 
And uh, if you want to join our Patreon, the link is also in the description below. And if you don't want to do any of that stuff, your like and your subscription or, and hitting the notification bell in any which order you prefer is actually just as great and really awesome too. So Thank you. Tell us how yeah, cool. Yeah, and or, as always, we love hearing from you. So we hit, are. Yeah. Yeah, comment hit, below. Yeah, hit. hit us with comments below. Tell us how awesome <laughs> Rob is. We love hearing about how great Rob is. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and tell him he's... He, uh, you know, agree with him or disagree with him on the Matrix. And uh, yeah, cool, sweet. Tell us how much you prefer the podcasts to the uh, to the uh, the scripted videos. Or, or tell us how much you prefer, you know, the, the fantastic uh, stories we put out as opposed to the, the podcasts. Um, let us know either way, you know, just, just say something, say anything, you know, so we know what you want from us from in 2022. And we'll, we'll do our best to try and... Uh, Try yeah. Oh my god, that's not a word. I'm obviously very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rob needs to eat. And cool. yeah, hope everyone enjoys the rest of the Christmas. And that two thirty, we did it. Sweet. Yeah. Woohoo! Two thirty. Anyway. Yeah. And till next time. Yo. 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 ran away enjoy <laughs>